Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees, Director of Advancement here at DCC, and we appreciate you joining us today as we continue in our series of podcasts focusing on current topics and events that are shaping our society, the world of education, and the local church. This week, we are continuing in our series of podcasts that we have titled, Where Are They Now?, In the weeks leading up to the celebration of DCC's homecoming on October 15th and 16th, we're checking in with some of our alumni and asking them to share about their calling into ministry, as well as sharing some highlights of their spiritual journey. And this week, we're pleased to welcome someone who has actually been a part of all of the DCC Leadership Podcast in the very important role as our audio engineer and producer, Mr. Bruce Dykus. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Scott. Bruce graduated from Dallas Christian College in 1992 with a degree in Bible and an emphasis on youth and music ministry. He came to DCC through the Saltines program, which is where I first met him in 1987. He served in the local church at the University Christian Church in Plano for more than 20 years, and he's been on staff here at DCC since 2017, I believe. Is that correct? That's correct. Good. Bruce married his high school sweetheart, who actually he met in fourth grade at church camp, uh, and his best friend, Renee Welshans. She's also a DCC graduate, and they have two adult daughters who are both married. And facilitating our discussion with Bruce is the voice of the DCC Leadership Podcast, Mr. Mark Worley. Hello, Mark. Hey, Scott. You know, yesterday, Sunday, September 12th, was actually the the birthday of the founding of DCC. So it's appropriate on our 71st anniversary week that we're visiting with an alum who has had a long relationship with the college. And uh, Bruce has served here, volunteered, studied here, done just about everything. And so I'm going to turn it over to you, Mark, and let you guys uh, share some stories of how God has worked in Bruce's life. Yeah, thanks, Scott. You know, uh, uh, Bruce's daughter, one of his daughters, is actually a graduate of DCC, recent graduate. She is. Wound up uh, in education and has already already got a job. Yeah, and who is the head of our education department, Mark? It might be Caroline Worley. Oh, yeah, She's okay. really good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I like her a lot. Well, you better. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, one of the things we've talked about, Bruce, is uh, calling mm-hmm. and uh so so initially you wound up at dcc uh maybe because there was some kind of calling or maybe there was something that spurred that on or maybe you were just following a young lady uh named renee welshans uh to dcc but uh, you know why why did you wind up at dcc i mean what was there a calling was there something to say i want to check this out i want to see what god is might be doing yeah there was um when i was a junior and senior in high school um, my focus, uh, what I thought I wanted to do uh, with my life, was to be a commercial artist. And so I went through our commercial art program, and this was way back before Photoshop and everything else. I mean, you had to do it with, you know, pen and ink and airbrush and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, actually had a uh, scholarship to the Art Institute of Dallas, um, and that is what I was going to do. I was going to do that well the summer of my senior year i had always been involved in church i i can't even maybe count on one hand the number of sundays i haven't been in church since i was born but always been involved in church was real involved with uh 
our you know our youth group youth choir saltines things like that and the summer of uh, my senior year uh, in 1987 um, God really started to work on me and say you know what you're gonna do something else <laughs> and I'm like okay what is that and um, it, it had to do with um, vocational ministry some type you know either youth or music or a little bit of both so so how did you know that man i don't know it it just i had been involved in stuff like that and i was like man you know i'd, I'd like to continue to do this while i'm doing this other work over here but it just it, i don't know it, it just i felt god just saying no you're going to do this. So the fun part was going home uh, towards the end of that summer and talking to my parents about that, saying, hey, a um, uh, little change of plans. Were you afraid of that moment? No, no. I just, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I was afraid, um, but, you know, it's kind of like one of those things. My dad, love him to death. I am not afraid of him, but I fear him. <laughs> That's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> Uh, even even to this day, uh, he will he will turn 86 in no, this November, and I still fear the man because he can still take me out. I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. oh, I thought it was uh, well, like no, a reverence. like a no, holy fear. A, well, <laughs> there there is a holy fear as well, but I mean, man, he's anyway. And so I remember talking to him, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, you know, I want to go uh, into uh, the ministry, and. They, I'm, I'm pretty sure they said, are you sure? <laughs> like, you really want to do that? Uh, yeah. And they were like, okay. So, I mean, it was, you know. Um, you know, I think that's, that's really interesting to me because, uh, you know, I, I, with, with me and my parents, it was almost like the complete opposite. <laughs> they were really pushing me to go to, uh, really to to dcc and i was like no nah, I'm, I'm not having that yeah. uh, and and so when when uh, changes came they were rejoicing mm -hmm. but I, you know there's a lot of of parents today i mean now you're you're a you're a parent you've had yep. two of your kids go to go to college uh, <clears throat> you know we've been talking about this recently about how some parents don't want their kids to go into ministry because yeah. of mm -hmm. uh, the pain that's there or uh, whatever and I, I keep trying to tell them well yeah. the pain is going to be there no matter where yeah, no matter what, what job do. they have they're going right. to you know lose jobs gain jobs make yep. money lose money I mean all yep. that stuff in, in regular jobs but there's much more fulfillment right in ministry so your parents were like okay if that's yeah they were basically you know like if that's really what you want to do if that's what you know i'm like you know they're extremely supportive um and um what's interesting is even after i you know came to dcc graduated um got a job uh immediately uh after graduation um at a church in plano university christian church and from the moment that I started there, I was doing youth ministry and music, but I was also able to use my graphic art stuff like right away. And so it's kind of one of those things where God's like, you know, I want you here. You're still going to use this, but you're not, you know, 
So in a different way. Yeah, you're going to use it in a different way. And uh, oddly enough, I'm still using that today in my job right now. Yeah. So. Now, I, and we appreciate it. <laughs> now, I, w- I want to come back to that yep. a little bit. But when you came to DCC, one of the things that I was impressed with you about is that you immediately got involved in like ministry teams or outreach mm-hmm. type things. And and students today don't, ne- you know, they may not necessarily do that. They're, I mean, obviously right. we do have, still have a ministry team going. Yep. But I- I- in your case, uh, you know, why was that? Well, um, I had, it's one thing that had always been instilled in me uh, by my parents and by different leaders in the church that, you know, you, you serve you know you 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 don't just go to church you serve and um in that serving you you learn a lot and you're able to teach other people as well and um it was something that i really enjoyed doing because like i said before i got here uh in the summers we had really great uh, youth programs and stuff um at the church uh, that I went to and as well as being involved in saltines and a lot of those things in that whole um, environment was something that I really enjoyed and wanted to keep that going and we were able to find that in uh, ministry teams and and stuff like that at the school yeah. <clears throat> well and your daughter got real involved in that as well mm-hmm. is that uh, you think that's because of your influence or is that because she has uh, a calling in that regard as well or you know what do you think I don't know if it was you know uh, the influence that uh, Renee and I had where she saw we were doing that or if it was again she was always involved in doing things you know even as a high school student she was helping to lead um, the little kid like kids church and stuff like that uh, she was also involved in saltines and to to still have that ability yeah. to serve that way yeah i think i i think a part of what i'm thinking you know is that uh, calling and service mm-hmm. seem to kind of flow together mm-hmm. you know when you're serving uh, I think maybe you can hear the calling a, a little bit better or something like that. You know, when I came uh, to DCC, I wasn't sure of anything. <laughs> uh, I wasn't even sure, you know, uh, about God. Uh, but the more I got involved in doing things for the kingdom, even though, you know, I wasn't yielding to the king. I mean, when I was, when I was involved in doing stuff, mm-hmm. that, that changed my thinking. Uh, a lot so so did when you came to DCC and you started getting involved I mean you were incredibly involved Mm -hmm. at at DCC Uh, did that did that solidify that calling yeah I think it really did and um, it was one of the other things is you know we talked about that I was involved in saltines um, and the um, the first year that I was here, the very first semester we were here, there was like 15 of us that had all gone through saltines together, that we were all here together yeah, doing ministry. And I think, you know, having that, that group 
of people to just kind of encourage each other and bounce off of each other and stuff like that that was i think that was a huge thing and uh you know i think about it you know megan kind of had the same thing where there was a handful of students that you know and it's one of those things when you have a group of people that you're serving with when you find an opportunity to serve with those people you want to do that because you again you you encourage each other you build each other up and you're able to do a whole heck of a lot more with this group than you could by yourself so you you know you're you are somewhat of an eclectic server as well i mean you you've done urban ministry Mm -hmm. uh you've worked uh literally taken vacation time to go and serve on saltines high school ministry you've served as a worship pastor you've served um you know just in a variety of different ways uh is is that because you're entrepreneurial server or you know you just you just uh because you want to use your gifting or how does that how does that happen um i just want to be able to use the gifts and talents that i have to do whatever he wants me to do whether that's you know designing something or singing or you know um i have a background in construction as well you do and so you know whether it's with a hammer or with a soundboard or i guess i guess yeah part of what i'm asking you know is is what is it that drives you in that is it the talent hey i can do that or is it no i i mean christ compels me i mean well um i think for me is i want to help i want i want to serve and if I have the ability to do something that somebody else can't do or somebody else needs help with, I just want to do it. You know, uh, man, there's a bunch of questions in my mind, so uh, <laughs> hang with us. I, I think we're doing okay on time. Uh, so, so as far as, uh, you know, using, using a variety of your gifts and talents, uh, one of the things I think is interesting that the people might not know, you know, Bruce is not real gung ho about preaching. I mean, you no. know, Bruce is a different form of preaching. But you know, we've talked about different times. Like, hey, Bruce, would you be willing to preach? Uh, not if I can avoid. Yeah. You know, and I think what that says to me is, you know, we look at, you know, the college DCC is based upon the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few, mm-hmm. and so sometimes we think of that concept of workers as preachers right and that's not what jesus was talking yep. about at all right yep. and somehow we need to re-educate the church that you know here at dcc it's not like you know we're we're funneling a massive amount of i'm, I'm doing air quotations preachers <laughs> you know we're, we're we're producing workers for the harvest field right. like like your daughter right i i think being in a public school setting mm-hmm and and sharing a christian worldview is worker for the harvest field sure uh, now i i think you, you know you probably you preach in different ways bruce yeah but at the same time uh god didn't call you to a pulpit nope yeah so i mean how do you view yourself i mean is that like oh that therefore i'm not fully a worker for the harvest field or are you no. like no this is no yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it all goes back to, you know, if everyone was a preacher, who's going to do this or who's going to do that? And um, I have I have found where 
where I can serve and and it's fine. You know, I I will uh, do a sermon if I have to. Um, I just I you know, and it's not that oh that's the only thing that makes me uncomfortable. I still you know people all the time like I led worship for 25 years at every Sunday at the same church. Uh, I let I I lead. Um, music when we go out on ministry teams stuff like that people hey do you still get nervous yeah every time i get up you know um i could be in front of 15 people i could be in front of 1500 people it's still a little nerve-wracking <laughs> when you get up there but you just you do it you know bruce that's interesting because <clears throat> you know i'm the same way as far as speaking i speak mm-hmm. a lot but man it just terrifies me every time i say <laughs> yes and you know that you, yes, you've I seen do. me I behind know. the scenes yep. you know it's like oh this is terrifying you know but but i think the mission compels us mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it really does yep. Yep. now uh, let me go back to uh, earlier i said i want to follow up on this but uh, you worked in a local church. Mm-hmm. You were here at DCC. And I think one of the things that people might need to know is that one of the things that you love to do as far as ministry is help churches uh, to deal with technology and mm-hmm. how they can fully utilize technology. I remember right. when you were first here at DCC and you put some stuff together and the students were like, yeah, but how much did that cost? I mean, literally, we mm-hmm. were in that chapel and they were like, yeah. Yep. And you're like, no, it didn't cost anything. I was just using the stuff we had here. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about that. So one of the things that I I like to do, um, like whenever we travel with, you know, whether we're traveling with saltines or with ministry team, one of the things I like to do is when we get, whenever we get to a church, I I always want to, I always want to talk with the tech team, right? Um, because a lot of times churches are not using what they already have to its full potential or they're, you know, they've not, you know, they paid somebody to come in and set it up and they've left and they don't know what else to do with it. Um, or, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll be talking to, to churches and they're like, yeah, you know, if we, um, you know, we're trying to get, you know, about three or $4,000 together to get a new soundboard because the sound in here is just wrong. I'm like, well, that's not the soundboard's fault. <laughs> Let's go through and do some things. And, you know, you know, the only time you really need a new soundboard is when the old one doesn't work, period. You know, if it dies or knobs fall off or something like that. Um, and so, you know, with with a lot of our our, our smaller churches, um, really in the last probably five or six years, really jumping into uh, using projection and in-ears and, you know, digital consoles for their, their, their mixing desks. And, and now, especially the last couple of years, uh, live feed cameras and, mm-hmm. you know, all these things, they're, they're like in a panic because they don't know what, that, you know, necessarily to do. But, you know, uh, recently I uh, was at a church and I'm like, okay, you've got this and you've got this. Well, yeah, but we don't know how to do anything. And so I sat down with them about 10 minutes while somebody else was doing something. 
and just walked them through how to do it. And they were like, this is amazing. We were going to have to, you know, we were going to buy this and do this, and it's already built in. Yeah, so if so, you're a part of a, a, a small church uh, or a big church, either way, and you're listening, uh, Bruce, you, you know, you've made that a part of your ministry. Yep. So, uh, and then let's go, let's go back to local church. You've gotten pretty involved in a church uh, here in the area, and really a church startup a, mm-hmm. a church plant yes and and so you're pretty involved there as yes well. yes um so uh the church i'm, I'm with is uh, revolution church it's in mckinney texas uh the church is about six years old a little over six years old um when i started going there a little over three years ago um they were they had just come out of meeting in a little storefront and started meeting in this, you know, this building that we're in now. And, you know, it was one of those same things. I'm looking around, I'm going, man, this is, you know, I like, I like the vibe with this church, but man, they need help with technology. And so, you know, Renee and I had talked a lot about it and it was like, yeah, we really feel like we need to be here and, and to help. And, um, man, where it, where that church was technology wise, little about three and a half years ago to where it is now is incredible we we've seen god um just really do some amazing things there we were about around 200 people now we're around a thousand um and it is just a heck of a lot of fun (laughs) that's awesome well you know i think a, a lot of people you know, it's kind of one of those deals uh, with our alums. A lot of people might not have heard of Bruce Dykus, but you're a worker for the harvest field, you know, you and using whatever gift. Yeah. And that's that's just amazing. And it, it comes out of that sense of calling. Um, obviously, uh, the listener here today can tell that, man, there's just so much more uh from just a behind-the-scenes kind of servant right. that's in a lot of different churches yep. who can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've done, Bruce. You've made a huge difference, not in, not only in, in you know, that local church, but mm-hmm. also here at DCC and the things that we're doing. Yep. It's pretty cool. We could talk more, but uh, yep. I know that we're on a time <laughs> limit. We Scott are. is giving me the evil eye. So. Well, I don't know if it's evil eye, but he's going to time out. Bruce is one of the kindest people around as well, (laughs) i got to tell you. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate you sharing today. And uh, I wrote down uh, earlier when you all were talking about the importance of serving, serving together, and community, uh, I I wrote down that that's, (laughs) that's our PSA for the day, our public service announcement. Get involved serving whether it's with your local church, whether it's with some uh, other type of charity, nonprofit. But uh, we actually, Mark, you and I had uh, breakfast this morning with a, a guy that was talking about the need to get him, his wife, and his daughter yeah. involved in a service project together because he knows it will be transformational in their yes. life and mm-hmm. especially for his seven-year-old daughter. So. I encourage you to do that. Uh, that's one of the distinctives here at Dallas Christian College is we take time off uh, throughout the semester at different times to serve. 
We want that to be an important part of the student's spiritual experience. So if you're interested in learning more about uh, Dallas Christian College, its education programs, its mentoring program, and its spiritual formation, you can check us out at www.dallas.edu. Again, we appreciate you joining us today for this episode of the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast.